Welcome back to Two Tired Ass Queens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Miss Malachi. I'm one of your hosts, and I'm just taking it day by day. I'm joined by Miss Devereaux. Hey, girl. How are you, girl? Hey, girl. I'm just a little tired, What's going girl. On? Just a little tired. I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah, girl. You too. <laughs> I'm I'm tired as fuck, bitch. This really I'm is tired, too tired, bitch. queens. But I gotta tell you, girl, the story. I gotta tell you a story, girl. Oh yeah. So <laughs> what's good? I got in trouble, girl. I got in trouble with um <laughs> some Latinos. One of our Latino girlfriends. Oh. Um, oh. <laughs> we get in that type of trouble. I was like, oh, bitch, you got in trouble with the police? What happened? <laughs> oh, no, bitch. I'm still here. Obviously, I okay. didn't get in trouble with the police, bitch. <laughs> You know, because oh, no. I'm still here. Um, oh. No, girl, I got in trouble with, um, you know, one of our, our good Latino girlfriends, our good Judy's, okay. Um, okay. Fish. And what, what'd you do? What'd you do? So what I did, girl, so, you know, I get a little crazy with the posts sometimes, like on, you know, Instagram <laughs> and Twitter and stuff. You know how I, how I do, how I be. <laughs> I know so, <laughs> one of the things, so, okay, so one of the things I posted was a picture of this Dominican guy, very dark skin, handsome guy too, um, mm. but the caption on the picture said, I know black, I Dominican, I know black, I Dominican. <laughs> And so, um. um, and then I posted, and there was a picture right after that, because you know on Instagram, you know you can post up to 10 Picture so it says <laughs> the next one said Dominicans be like I'm not black I'm Dominican and it had a picture of Wesley Snipes, um, and so girl so you know how I be a New York girl because like the Dominicans I mean a lot of them and, and and some Puerto Ricans too like they you know some some claim blackness but a lot of Dominicans and Puerto Ricans in New York do not claim blackness right it just yeah i mean i just from my time in new york and so what happened was so i posted that shit and 34 girls liked it including one of our white puerto rican friends that we're cool with and then a bunch of black people liked it especially black people from new york and even Mm. a couple white people Mm. liked it which is suspect (laughs) so Girl, I'm like, white people, what do y'all know about this shit? Y'all, y'all should not be liking this shit. This they is might not have for some you. Dominican friends. They this is not Dominican for friends. you, girls. This is not for you. So so I posted that shit, and a girl, and one of, one of our fish friends told told me, you're going to get in trouble for this post, because I sent it to her in a text message, <laughs> and she knew it. I love... Go ahead. Because people don't know that you basically lead out, you do all our social media, so I'm doing a lot of our back end stuff, and I basically just leave all the social media to you, so I love that you like, let me check with one of my girlfriends, <laughs> not me, <laughs> because you probably knew I would have been like, yeah. oh, it's on the fence. I mean, I probably would have said the same. I wouldn't have told you not to do it, but I've been like, just know the girls, you might make some girls mad. So, and I didn't put, po- <laughs> and I posted on my personal one. I didn't post it on our joint, you know, on our. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. 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 So, but a girl, I sent it to a girl in a text and she, she was like, Fish was like, you know, yeah, you're going to get in trouble for this. And I'm like, you know what, girl? I mean, whatever. But she was right, though. <laughs> she was right. So a girl. Because you did, because what did the friend have the beef about? Okay. What so this she... is what she wrote. This is actually, it was. Because she, she is, is she, she's, Dominican. she's Dominican. She's Dominican. Because <laughs> you were calling, calling her Latina, but like Latin is like 
could be anywhere. Could. So, she is so she's not she's not Mexican or El Salvadorian or any of that type of tea. Like she's Dominican, which is really for the most part, you know, she's a she's a, a fair skinned Dominican. She's not a darker skinned one, but she's she's still Afro Latina. Like I would say, she's a little in the middle. Yeah, she's not like fair, fair. Like you would never think she's white. But, but Dominican, anyway. there's very I've seen very few white looking Dominicans. I'm sure they exist. Uh, okay, I'm sure That's they fair. exist, but they usually look like. Light skinned mm. black or dark skinned black, they all look. Yeah, all okay. the niggas look I black to me. I'm not. I'm not. I'm telling you, like for real, <laughs> they all look. Dominicans be looking black to me, and then Puerto oh Ricans. Like I've seen some white Puerto Ricans. I even had a. Oh, I had yes. a white Puerto Rican boyfriend way way back in the day. But oh, did you? I never knew that, that. was some high school tea. That we'll talk about oh, that later. Some high school Puerto Rican. Yeah, he was a white Puerto Rican. Like like our joint. Like our like our Puerto Rican friend. He was like that. Like oh, that type of Puerto Rican. So anyway, so but yet a lot of Puerto Ricans, you know, are browner too. They they look a little less black to me most of the time than Dominicans, but it's a mm. lot of them still look black to me too. So this is what she said. This is what Fish said. Dominican Fish. So and she's cool as hell. Like she's cool as hell. Like I'm not. She was. She is. You know, Miss Malachi can testify. This girl, girl is a down. Get to what bitch. she said. So she said. This post, uh, on this post where I said, I know black, I Dominican. She said, I actually find it sad. I actually find it sad. I don't find this post funny. The ethnic or the ethnic roots of people in the Dominican Republic are made up of native indigenous Tainos, Spanish conquistadors, and West African slaves. Okay, so girl, Mm -hmm. I know that T, right? But then she said, from 1930 to 1960, the Dominican Republic was under a dictatorship led by Rafael Trujillo, who massacred mm. thousands of Haitians and Dominican people who appeared to be black. Being black, in quotation marks, in the Dominican Republic was a crime that definitely killed thousands of people and destroyed countless families. The dictator's, mm. um, the dictator's reign ended after his assassination, and now they are a democracy. But that was only 60 years ago. Dominican people still feel the pain of what happened. Some people never even had proper burials for family members that disappeared. Colorism is alive in the Dominican Republic. And I personally don't believe this is a laughing matter. I find this post insensitive and sad, and you're better than this. Ooh. So, yeah. So, oh, she did the, oh, she did the, I'm disappointed. Yeah, she did do that, girl. She did. So, <laughs> I was, I was a little defensive. I was said, I said, sis, after the way a group of Dominicans in New York treated black protesters this week, that's what disappoints me. So that's what I said. And I said, the history is noted, but it does not excuse the anti-blackness among mm. Dominicans. And she said, the actions of a few are not representative of an entire race, which, I mean, it's not a race, it's an ethnicity, but yeah, I'll give her that. <laughs> And so it's not an, and it's, she says it's not an excuse for the anti-blackness. So I, yeah. I totally agree with her. I was, I was ignorant of the history of why the colorism existed there in the Dominican Republic, why so many of them will be, you know, darker than you and me both and don't, and still have, and still won't claim blackness. Like, owning. and, um, and yeah, and, it, and, and she acknowledged it's not an excuse. So I'm happy about that. And hopefully we're still cool. Yeah. Her friend, um, who I always, her male, her gay friend, who I always wanted to have sex with, he um he liked her post. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> he liked he liked her post too. So then I felt bad. He follows me too. He's fine as so fuck. So that's when you really felt bad. He's fine you as thought you fuck might lose some too. D. And he um 
And he's with a black man right now, too. He's so fine. Oh, oh girl. Well, you know, if they're with one now, that means they could with, be with you next yeah, time. Yeah, I think I might have so. lost him with this post, though. The, oh, any opportunity see. for the future. And then, girl, you can't lose a good man over some politics. Uh, <laughs> another another black Latina chick we went to school with um, liked this post, too. I don't know I don't know what her ethnicity is, though. She might be Dominican or Puerto Rican, too. But, you know, she was in... She was in your class, so you know that girl. I won't say her name, but she's fierce too. She's fierce. I think it's actually even her birthday, but she liked she liked that post too. So I felt bad because all the Dominican girls they was ganging up. Um, but I think they were right. I was ignorant about the history. So, and then you were ignorant about it, but I also see the side of like, I okay, I understand that and accept that, but again, I'm still seeing that anti-blackness today, like. I'm still seeing that I'm still dealing with that pain. So it's like, I get it, but I'm also like, but right now in this moment, this is the pain I'm feeling. This is how I feel. So I do see both sides and I think, yeah, maybe take it down after a bit. But I mean, that story just makes me think about something. One of my Mexican friends actually told me, this was years ago where a Mexican queen, um, a, a good friend of mine, and she's she's a Texas queen. You know, the oh Texas yeah, Mexicans, those Texas they're, Mexicans they're girls, little... they're hit or miss. Those, are the girls... those girls are hit or miss because some of those girls. Well, it's just I like always. Some of them try to be white. Some just... of them try to be Republican. Like some. so, she's not one of those. Okay, good, good. But she is one of those ones where it's like, um, the like I always think it's interesting when uh, Mexicans from Texas still hold really hold Texas down. But that's fierce, though, because that was theirs before it was the white people's, though. I, that Texas belongs to the Mexicans, girl. Like, the white people stole that shit. So, <laughs> so let's, like, let's keep that in mind. But Texas as it is now. Okay. Okay, I okay. guess. Because I'm like, as it is now, it's a Republican stronghold. Right. But, I, you know, you that's never, a fair you, point. you know, 2020 is, is getting, it's getting hey. purple. It's, get, it's purple, girl, now. Well, yeah. I mean, if voting gets to pass, or if girls can vote, which we'll get we'll to. We'll get to but later. Yeah. I think uh, one of the things she told me was like hey she was saying she didn't realize she was using the n-word because where oh. she grew up apparently they used the n-word all the time and i know that we i don't think we've talked about it on the show it's definitely been a thing i've noticed from the new york those like, california like, mexicans I be, those california and texas mexicans i see them on social media using the n-word all the time i haven't seen it so much from I, maybe from the california yeah, i've seen I them see for both from california the, mexicans and texas mexicans girl but he he didn't really one of his black girlfriends was like do you not he said it in front of one of his black girlfriend and he didn't understand how it was now, now I he told you this Obama. story he told you the story he told me you are not story. that girl you aren't that girl for those non-black girls to be using the n-word you are not that no girl. no ma'am no ma'am girl she just coming around on black people using it but <laughs> i finally got on that but um and he was telling me the story as in terms of like he wouldn't fully understand why she's getting so upset, and I had to go in on that ass. I was like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> First of all, I was like, "Are you, my first question was, are you black?" Ooh. And he's like, "Well, no, but I grew." up. I was like, "No, are you black?" And is she a black woman? She could say whatever the fuck she was as a black woman. You are not black, so don't use that fucking word. I don't care how you grew up. I don't care what you've heard. I don't care any about all that. I don't care that you don't think you're you don't think it's racist. You don't think this. If you are not black, do not use that word because you do not have any connection to the history and the lineage of what that word means. Yeah. So I didn't, you know, school the girl because she didn't. She was basically asking me why her friend was getting so upset, and I'm like, girl, you asked another <sighs> he black the person, wrong girl, <laughs> though. <laughs> Because you do not feature, <laughs> you don't even feature the N-word like that generally, but you really don't, you yeah. don't feature non-black people using it. That is, you Yeah, are, I really you don't. Like, I really, girl. you know, I've evolved on it. Like, now I even say it a couple of times. Like, it's, 
and it still doesn't sound natural even when I say it, but I really, you know, I really am very much for black people being allowed to say whatever the fuck they want about the N-word, but really can't tolerate um, anyone else saying Well, it. I, u- I um, you know, I use it. I use it. I'm not like, I don't you. I'm not nigga, 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 nigga. I'm not that type of girl usually, but I will say this shit. I will say this. Like the most I've ever heard that word in quick succession was on the New York City subway in the summer mm. of um was that's a long time ago I don't want to date myself but <laughs> in a certain summer in New York City going to the Puerto Rican Day parade like I was going with one of my black girlfriends now we're both two light skinned black girls so we could have passed for Puerto Rican but we're not we're just regular black girls and regular degular but we were trying to support we were trying to be about that life right we were trying to like mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. support the girls so anyway but allyship allyship right so so then it was a bunch of like we were I, I was living in the Bronx at that time we were coming down we stopped they stopped in Harlem and then it was coming down to you know Midtown New York like 42nd Street mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. and it was a group of Puerto Ricans they all had on their Puerto Rican flags most of them and I they were they were calling each other nigger. They were talking about niggas. Mm. They were all about mm. niggas. Like everything was mm. nigger this and nigger that, right? All in their Puerto Rican insignia. So I wonder, like, New York Latin, and, and New York black people to me, they let New York Latinos, primarily Puerto Ricans and Dominicans, get away with using the N word and not claiming their blackness. <clears throat> and they do that a lot. And I mean, I was silent there in the subways. I didn't know them. It was like they were rolling like seven deep and I didn't know any of them, but I'm just like. But you know what? I think that is like, that's so bomb. I think that's pre-Trump life. Like, I feel like these days we're not really about that life in the same way. Like, I feel like a lot of the girls are calling out, especially because I think it's now become more clear how Latinos and can be very anti-black and i feel like that felt like pre-trump days like almost that kind of post-racial fantasy we were living in where actually maybe you you know i don't mind occasionally my white friends even say nigger or like that kind of like i feel like our nigga and i don't Mm -hmm. even mind like oh like a teacher in a class or like oh if they have some connection to black i feel like that was just especially in new york where it's like it felt like so many different types of communities lived in such close proximity where maybe you did truly grow up with like black people and and we're in and, that and the fact that the New York Latinos are mostly like African descended, like so many, obviously mm. they are like versus like Mexicans in, te- in Texas and California, like Dominicans and Puerto Ricans, like most of the time have obvious African heritage. So if they yes. claim their blackness, like I, like Cardi B, like Card- Cardi exactly, because she claims her blackness, right? And like if they claim their blackness, I have no issue with them using the N word, but it's when they're you know, given that I'm not black, I'm Dominican type of tea, that's mm-hmm. when, no, nah, motherfucker, you can't use that goddamn word in front of me. Like, if you're not claiming blackness, you aren't using that in front of me, period. Especially in the Trump era, right? Oh, like, yeah. But even, yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, And speaking, you know, I just, yeah, girl, I that was just, I just want to tell you that story. But, like, Yeah, but I love that, like... You were on the subway, like God. That that I know you're not trying to date yourself, but that must have been a long, a while ago. Because <laughs> you know <laughs> you were taking a subway. Because you're not a subway I'm girl not, anymore. I'm not a New York subway girl. So I. <laughs> oh, sorry. You're like I would do a London, a London subway. subway. I I'll do. do a Paris one, oh. and it's not if it's oh Paris. If it's subway. not summertime, okay. I'll get on the subway in Paris because that shit is hot as mm. fuck. But in London, it's, it's not air conditioned. Is it's it? not at all. And the London yeah. one is hit or miss, right? With air conditioning. Um, yes. But the London and Paris ones are just so much cleaner than the New York ones. And the subway stations in New York are so disgusting. So mm-hmm. hot in the summer. So nasty. Like, 
I really try when I go to New York now as a grown ass, you know, a grown ass um, man, like just to stay off of that subway because I'm only there for a few days. Like I can, I can, you know, take the Uber girl and just inexpense that shit because I like I. <laughs> I'm too grown. I'm too. I'm grown too for the goddamn grown for you know that New York subway. That shit is so nasty, and I. I don't know, girl. I try not to. Well, she might be. She might. You might be able to eat off her floor now. They cleaned her up, honey. So I've heard. But I mean, (laughs) that bitch is going to go back to being just as motherfucking nasty as she was like pre-corona, post-corona. I can Mm -hmm. tell. And I, you know, I'm not getting on the New York subway and getting the next, you know, the next pandemic or the next virus from China. Like, I'm not trying to be that type of girl. Like. I'm not. You think the next one's going to come from China? Again? Girl, we all... Girl, you reading the zombie book, like, <laughs> about the zombie virus from China. We know yes. every... You know, this is, like, the second... It's, it's going to come. This is the it's second gonna... one from China yeah. in 20 years. We had 2002, 2003 SARS. Then this is SARS version 2. What are they... The COVID-19. This shit is all... Every... You know, the bird flus, generally, they catch them before they become pandemics, but they're usually almost always out of China, like... This shit is almost always coming out of China. And also it's like, is I mean, you were making that point that you were they were seeing signs of it earlier. What was that like <sighs> article or the satellite? Because that's the thing is like because of the way China is in terms of like a communist state where su- such bureaucracy and such state control and no dissension, no, you know, you can't speak up about things and it makes it so difficult for information to get out, even when it's information that could be helpful for the entire community or culture or for that yeah even Uh, for them like so i saw an article yesterday and other news outlets have picked it up but i actually was watching abc news yesterday abc news um said that essentially um these out of i think it's out of harvard but these professors looked at satellite imagery data from october 2018 and then october 2019 in Wuhan, looking at the Wuhan hospitals, hmm. and they noticed like that the parking lots were full of cars in October 2019 at the Wuhan hospitals versus in October 2018, and they said the the uptick started. They looked year from year to year from 2018 to 2019. They said the uptick started in August of 2019. And oh, wow. so, like, they were likely seeing cases, like, the hospitals were more full, not because of construction or some big events, but likely because people were coming, you know, mm. with symptoms of coronavirus. And and what they did to corroborate this is they went and looked at search engine data from that same fall 2019 period, from August to, like, December of 2019. And not only did they see an uptick in search for coughs, on the Chinese search engine Baidu, which is like their Google, because uh, right. they, they they don't they're not allowed to because Miss Google they don't yeah they don't Ms. feature Google, Google. it's a band over, over it's banned right <laughs> but yeah. they saw an uptick so cough would be a normal see a normal uptick in the fall because that's the start of flu season but then right. then they saw an uptick in diarrhea and searches for diarrhea which is COVID wow. specific and not flu specific uh. so the motherfuckers was hiding in Wuhan they were hiding. <laughs> coronavirus oh, this shit was out in the fall of last year it really it really might be time for me to get that gun that you've been telling me for a minute but whether it's for the police or the zombies like just yeah, time to strap up like it feels like you just got to get ready either way well bitch you know i've been oh. strapped up so i'm that bitch i'm about <laughs> if that you life. stay ready you ain't gotta get Bingo. ready 
<laughs> Bingo. But what kind of... You need a special type of bullets for the zombies, right? Or no? That's the vampires. I think it depends... Yeah. I mean, the vampires are more like that wooden. I think it's more about where you kill a zombie. Like, you just got to get hit him in that head or that spot. Like, basically... You got to keep going. that central nervous system. Keep shooting. You like, got to make sure... Yeah. So, you got to yeah. have ammo. You got to have sufficient ammo. I got to give me some more. Right. Yeah. I mean, because for me, it's like, I don't know what type of zombies we might have. So, I'm going to... I'm not... Because a lot of times what people do is they just try and shoot once in the head. And sometimes they miss. Or they just try and just shoot once. And it turns out that motherfucker ain't dead. And before you know it, you're getting your leg bitten. And then it's just slowly climbing oh. up you to eat you out. So I'm no, no, no. I'm more about double tap uh, or, you know, put three or four in there. Like, I really want to make sure that motherfucker's Bingo. Dead. That's and the way to go. I'll, shoot to kill. Right, because you, you know, got to shoot to kill. Sorry. Yeah. Safe the sorry. Like, it's already dead. Like, put a couple extra in there just for good, you know, just for good time. Well, girl, I'm not going to lie. I did um, get me some more ammo in late February. I did because did I got it because I didn't know how crazy COVID was going to get. Was it a, what is it, a sale? They were going to rob niggas' houses and shit. So, um, but now okay. I have it for the race war just in case we have one so i'm like i'm well, ready you know i'm ready girl just in case you i know, mean, just in case that's the perfect transition because i honestly think it feels like we're so close it's <laughs> like we're close it feels some days like we're really there i think that's why i feel tired because the girls are still acting like mm, this is just gonna you know this is just a moment it's just gonna go away but oh, no. this past weekend those protests like looking at philadelphia Looking at Oakland, looking at LA, their people said, I fucking hate the police more than this fucking, I don't even care about this virus. Like, I'm gonna just wear this mask and risk my life. That's how much I need to show how much I can't stand the police, the state, Trump. The, all, all of it, it. Just, your hometown it showed out of philadelphia times. philly did what they needed philly, philly really like, showed out i was proud of her philly's been going hard from the beginning like honestly they've been they were trying to burn statues like y'all y'all statues can't light on fire but yeah try anyway they're like <laughs> we're gonna figure out a way to burn this fucking frank rizzo statue is a really racist mayor from oh what was that the 80s like did a bunch of stuff against like black panther was that like, was he that was he policing. that recent in the 80s he was that recent uh, you know, actually, let me see that. Yeah, that now. sounds a little um, recent. It might, yeah, it might not be that. Actually, now that might be too recent. Um, but I mean, there was also um, Frank Rizzo sounds like mafia type T too. Like that's like oh, so he served. So he served as police commissioner from sixty eight to seventy one. Okay, so that was the start. And then mayor of Philadelphia. Okay, so more seventies. Mayor okay. of Philadelphia from seventy two to eighty. Um, so more seventies then, more seventies tea. Yeah, he's given he's given like old school political machine mafia type tea, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. Which the mafia actually has a history of a lot of racism too. I don't, I um yeah I which I actually just read about pretty recently, but yeah that was but Philly showed out. Philly showed out. Yeah, it's just clear that the girls are not taking no breaks. Um, they are done. They are over it. I mean, we we talked about. Poor, poor Mayor Frey, poor cute old white man, went out to um. He was a mayor of Minneapolis. Do you know that? Do you know he's hetero, girl? I was so I was shocked. I thought he was a little white twink. Like I thought he was like. She does not look like a twink. She but. does. She looked like she's about to get digged down by like I mean, at the circuit party. Also, that bitch is looking like a gay twink. You know that mayor is looking like a twink. But I mean, technically, Lindsey Graham is also heterosexual, and the girls almost out of her this oh, past weekend too. Lady G, so. that's right. Lady, Lady G. G. They were. Co- his uh yeah the girls elbows they must have like he must have reminded them about their NDA because it almost seemed like oh they about to blow up his spot and give us photos and video. Uh, but if they all did it together at through. one time though, if one lawyer had gotten them all together, he can't sue them all. Like he could sue them all, but 
it would be like it would look so bad yeah. on his part. They should have all got together, you know, one lawyer yeah. and and out of that girl so she can lose that election in South Carolina. Fuck her. Yeah. You know, because it's a black man uh, running against her too. You know that, right? Oh, wow. Jamie Harrison no, is his I name. Didn't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, going back to Mayor Frey, uh, Mayor of Minneapolis, you know, who was crying at the funeral they had there um, and then had gone to a Black Lives Matter um, demonstration and basically, you know, straight up, they asked him, like, are you, how are you for defunding the police? And he didn't have the right answer. He's basically just saying no. And it's like, you, that's, that's, this is not the right place for that. Cause I think he thought, cause first of all, there's different between like, there's a lot of protests happening and a lot of, you know, different people speaking, but for Black Lives Matter, for the people who've been doing this work for years, like, they know the policy. They're not, they are coming with plans. They are saying, no, we want you to cut the budget by this much. We want you, we know exactly how much money you are spending every year on the police and we want you to cut it. So if you're going to just sit, give them a blanket no and then show up at their parade or then give theatrics and crying, they really don't want to hear it because they're like, we've been seeing this for, we've been in this movement from Ferguson, from before, like we've been here. So from um, Trayvon Martin, like we've been here and we don't have time. So for let me, uh, let so me, they booed, so they booed, they booed that queen. They booed, or, they right booed that, that head. Of, I mean, <laughs> they, they booed that queen and told her to get the fuck out, to go, go home, Jacob. They said, go home, Jacob. But let me ask yeah. you this. Why didn't she, why did she do this? Why didn't that queen say, she should have said, <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm serious. It's a heart attack. <laughs> Why didn't she just say, like, oh, you know what? I'm definitely going to look into that. Or I'm definitely going to study that. Like, I'm definitely open to that would be even better. Like, I'm definitely open to it. Even if you don't do that shit. Just say you're open to it. But then you get out of that situation unscathed. That that way you can cover your CYA, cover your ass, right? Like, Maybe she's a tired girl, too. I mean, let's also... Maybe she also... Maybe that was her politician hat going back on where it's like, I can't say that I'm even going to look into it for fear of the police unions, for fear of, you know, what police retribution. I mean, the LAPD girls were coming at Garcetti reminding her when she even announced $100 million off of a $1.5, $1.7 billion um, uplift that he was going to take $100 million off to kind of show some good faith. And they were like, um, who was just protecting your house? Uh, when those demonstrators were out there, let don't play with us. Don't take our money away. So the girls, like they talking about mafia, the police are like a fucking mafia. So I could have been a thing where he was like, "Ooh, I don't want that police union coming at me. I don't want the girls rebelling, turning their backs like they did um in New York when De Blasio was trying to call out the girls." Um, but Garcetti did that shit it. anyway in L.A. Though he did, he, he did. did it, anyway. and I still think it's enough personally. But um, but I think I don't know. It seems like there's different. Things that, like some people are giving a little bit there, but then other, I think I saw something in San Diego County where they still just, there was like, they just passed a measure despite like, you know, increased funding, despite the fact that people were really protesting against it. Some people aren't doing anything. Some people are talking about body cam. I mean, we can get into the, um, the, uh, congressional bill, um, the Justice and Policing Act. But before we talk about that, you know, also have to mention that when we're recording this, which is on Tuesday, this is George Floyd's. This is the memorial. Um, is this this is the Houston? Yeah, it's the it's the second one in Houston. This is the, so the there was one, one in Minneapolis. There's a second one in Houston. I think there's going to be one more in his hometown, in like the city he was born in. Mm-hmm. But I I have to look that because apparently he has a lot of connections to Houston. Um, I think he mostly so grew up in Houston, but I think he was yeah. born elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like, you know, I, 
I'm not in a place to watch it. As I said, the girls are tired. But um, I did see some of it. You watched a little bit. I read a bit about it. Like, he's in this beautiful gold casket. Like, the girls are showing out. I read a story about someone who had driven seven hours with their children to go to the funeral. Like, we're given... It's, I was going to say, this is this feels like immatility, which is, you know, interesting, especially at the back of the recent anti-lynching bill that... Thankfully, Rand Paul, Miss Rand Paul, finally got out of the way of, and that went through. It still has to go to Trump's desk, but it did. I think there's like two bills that now need to get reconciled between the Senate and um, Congress before Trump needs to sign off it. Because anti-lynching, for if you didn't realize, lynching has never been a federal crime in the um, United States. Oh, and one thing, and I feel like they uh, tried to pass bills in the past. They've been trying to pass it for like a hundred years. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like they've been trying to do it, and it's never. And one of the things about Ron Paul, who was feeling like, "Oh, y'all are coming at me. I'm not really trying to stand the way," because he's like, "Oh, there's already stuff on the books. There is stuff on the books. Like whether you look at the Justice Department, there is stuff on the books for a federal level for basically, you know, people who do violent acts against racism. But there's still never been a bill. So in some ways, this is just like." I read that he was trying to narrow the definition of of lynching, which is so fucked up. He felt like it was too wide, which is just, again, white shit. Fuck him. That white bullshit. That libertarian. Because you know he's on that libertarian tee. He's always trying to push, like, you know, more rights, more civil liberties. But fuck Mm -hmm. him, though. Fuck him. Um, but there's never, so in some ways there's already stuff on the book, but there's never been something that explicitly said lynching in the U S is a federal crime because in that sense, if it's a federal and not just a state by state level, it's something that is given a bit more weight and that the, the federal can then also, you know, give, um, what like deeper consequences and punishment on as well. Um, but so in that moment, yeah, it feels like, you know, going back to the funeral, we this is, I'm feeling image, like, this is a global moment. Like, like the Miss UK, those girls are going in on it. They're going in on that ass girl. They're coming for Winston Churchill. They are. They, they're throwing statues in the river. They threw, they they threw statues in the river in the UK. They chasing slave um, owners. Cause you know, cause you know, UK police can, uh, they don't have, they don't use weapons or they don't have they do some of them do have guns but like girl they chasing that that metro police down the street <laughs> yeah because very few of them have guns some of them do but very yeah, few yeah. and it's interesting and it's not it's not the same culture of like gunning black people or gunning anyone down you know where like, actually you know. they do have a history of that though where they have a is france actually mm. france had some 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 race riots over policing um in 2005 yeah. which is a year i actually studied abroad for um like a summer in france and like right after i came back to go to college in the fall they had yeah they had some riots over the police like shot this black man and it and like in the suburbs north so france is weird because france is like the suburbs are actually the hood like this interesting yeah and so in the suburbs which is where a lot of the public housing and whatnot is they had major rioting right near charles de gaulle airport where the airport is like where the international airport is so, but they have a history of that more than the UK, I would say, even. Um, I, yeah. I did want to... And they're in this moment again. They're in this moment again. Because um, I think there was a recent um, killing. I think a guy named Adama Terore. You know, girl, you, you could say it. You're French. You're, you can do your French. Because I don't know how to say it. It's the A-D-A-M-A. Oh, Adame. 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 And his last name is T-R-A-O-R-E. The like little Troy. oh <laughs> Troy. yeah I can't, I'd have to look yeah. at it but yeah no I think you got it um I think he was recently um killed by um let me try and find it. he was recently killed by police why well, do that what, what were you saying though about yeah so I have to look into that though that is because I, I follow some French tea on on Twitter but I you know it's interesting because um 
This white pastor spoke at today's memorial service for George Floyd, and he said some really interesting words. His name is Steve Wells. He's a senior pastor at South Main Baptist Church in Houston, mm-hmm. and he called out white churches today during a speech he gave. He said, I'd like to say a word to white churches. We are better than we used to be, but we are not as good as we ought to be, and that is not good enough. Um, mm-hmm. He also thanked the Floyd family for allowing him to speak at the memorial, noting that, you know, he would have understood if they said that they didn't want to hear from white people today. Because I don't think I would have. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't <laughs> I don't think I would have if I were in that family. But then he said, you've been silent long enough and you can be silent. He was saying that they he might he would have thought that they they think like, you know, you as white people have been silent long enough and you can be silent one more day. But Mm. he said, you asked the whole community to come together and calling the family a model, not just for America, but for the world. And um, and so I just thought that was really powerful because he was a white person calling out other white people, other white Christians, really. You know, he's a pastor. And I just at the funeral and I just I love that moment. I you know, that was something that stuck stuck with me as I'm reading about the funeral and the proceedings. So but yeah, that was all I wanted to say. Yeah, and I think I'm seeing, I think that's been, you talked about it on your story on Monday, in your um, download with Ms. Devereaux on Monday, but I'm loving some of these people getting caught out and like, and getting fired and getting let go. Like, I know you talked about James Bennett at the New York Times, who was the, um, the yeah, that both sides section. girl. Yeah, both sides girl. Um, She's the who, op-ed, you know, the head of the op-ed page. Yeah. Yeah. Who's probably going to get another job somewhere because that's white privilege it may um, take but, a minute though because but it may take yeah. a minute and at the end of the day she still lost her gig at the new york times she probably won't be back there um <clears throat> i saw that the philadelphia Inquirer let go one of their editors who did that whole did you see that buildings matter front page article? oh i didn't see that i didn't see that girl like i didn't even read that garbage and of course and of course as we said philly not playing those games so you gonna put that on the front page about how buildings matter yeah she um she got let go um, Bon Appetit. I mean, Jimmy Fallon got caught out for doing his blackface. Um, Bon Appetit, their editor in chief, Bon Appetit, like that food kind yes. of video. So their editor in chief had done some blackface. Miss Leah Michelle, and they had a um, lot of cultural. They had a lot of like racism and cultural issues at Bon Appetit mm-hmm. and Condé Nast in general, which. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Vogue. I mean, we saw what happened to Miss Andre. Yes. You know? And Anna, you know, Anna Wintour, not only is editor-in-chief at Vogue, she actually has, a like, a corporate-level position at Condé Nast, too. Like, she's, mm-hmm. I think, she, to some degree, she's over the Condé Nast portfolio. So we never know what's coming there, too, between Miss yeah. Andre Leontali and what she said about Anna, Anna who was, Wintour. Who was um the spot, was fierce black queen, who was her right-hand person, who recently put out his memoir, which it seems to be mixed in terms of the ways in which he does seem to call her out by the other times, like doesn't have that kind of internal introspection of these racist moments. Like doesn't have the, the internal, I don't know. It's had some trouble kind of recognizing these moments as racism and just feeling like, Oh, this is just how the industry is. But we're any, for anyone who's an outsider, it's like, girl, that's racist, which I think the fashion industry is like that entertainment industry. I'm surprised how quiet other than the Lee Michelle dragging, Leia Michelle dragging the girl from Glee. I'm surprised at how quiet the entertainment industry has been. And I feel like that's only going to be a matter of time. Like that damn's going to break. At some well, point. Miss Bravo, Miss um, Bravo, start reading her. Miss Bravo fired a couple of girls today too, from uh, Vanderpump mm. 
Rules, which that show is so white. I hate that show anyway. But, <laughs> you know, it's a spinoff from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills about Lisa Vanderpump's mm. bar. Yes. Remember I had my... my um, Pump. Yeah, we've yeah, been there. My so milestone nice birthday little L.A. There. bar in the neighborhood. Yeah, well, I had, I had my milestone birthday at Sir, which is where they started off. The show started off. And that oh. shit, that food was, wasn't shit. Like, that food was actually <laughs> nasty for what it was. Um, we, it, I, rem- I don't remember what I had, but I do remember all of us feeling like we spent too much money. For well, I remember I, I paid for the dinner for everyone, and I just made everyone pay for their oh, own drinks. That's right, but the right. shit was still nasty. Like, I, it wasn't nasty. It was not It was good. just, I think. It was not good. Yeah. And I'm a Real Housewives of Beverly Hills girl. Like, that's. That was my, sh- or that still is to some degree my show, yeah. but they fired Stasi Stasi Schroeder, which is one of the main like personalities on there. I I could that bitch was I could t- oh they were firing they fired some of the talent yes. like the girls and Kristen oh I thought it was like behind the Kristen Durte no they fired some on camera talent like like who've been with the show oh, since wow. the beginning Miss Stasi Schroeder. Uh, although I think she she might have quit one season or whatever, but that bitch was racist and I could tell from the start because she outed herself as a Republican in one of the earlier seasons. Mm. I, I only watched a couple seasons of that show, but she was like always the mean girl anyway. So, but you know, they caught, so there was a black girl on one season and they, what they did to her is they said that she looked like someone who had been, you know, in the news as robbing people. She looked like someone. Mm-hmm. So her mm-hmm. and another girl, Kristen, they called the police on her and and made a report as if she was the girl who was who was in the news is a is a serial robber. And we've been talking about it. If you were calling the police on a black person, you are trying to commit yes. murder. That is a and of course act. it wasn't the same. Of course it wasn't her. Like of course it wasn't the same. But they even mm-hmm. bragged about it. Her those two white bitches. They even bragged about it. And like they're like you know how they do those like confessionals or interviews. Yeah, they even yes. bragged about it at various points. So or on one one of them bragged about it on a panel. So fuck those hoes. I'm glad they're gone. Those racist white bitches. Though. Yeah, I don't think this is gonna be the end of it. I think I think you know I've been going back and forth um, on how because I feel like whether I go on Instagram or logging on Netflix or just any app or website, everyone's like Black Lives Matter. We stand with our black community, our black employees. And I'm like, okay, and they donate a couple of dollars, but I don't, and if you're not looking at your internal, poly, if you're not looking at your makeup as a company, if you're not looking at your leadership, your board, like as we talked about on, like, I think, my last thoughts, like, girl, you're not really doing nothing. And, like, y'all think that this pandering and, like, this moment's going to pass, like... I feel like in some ways white people are this, in this moment and they're like, George Floyd has kind of really made them look at themselves. And in some ways for me, George Floyd is like the tip. And even that, it's like, we're, and it's like George Floyd is like one part of the tip. Cause you think about Trayvon Martin and you think about um, Ahmed Arbery and Brianna Taylor, Brianna Taylor. Yeah. Um, you think about all these people, but then I'm like, but girl, think about, redlining think about you know tulsa think about jim crow think about slate like i'm just like for me it's like they really thought that this moment is like just new and it's like no this is a lineage this is like a continuation and then think about these corporate cultures that are so toxic for black and brown people like and women and you know i I have uh, family members who've had terrible corporate experiences mm-hmm. as black people. I have yeah. um, friends. There's been a couple hashtags over the weekend of people talking about whether it's in digital journalism or just regular corporate jobs. You and me have yeah, mutual friends who've had terrible, you know, experiences 
in in corporate not not getting ahead not getting promoted microaggressions being told that you're aggressive they're being slighted like that's all a part of it and i'm like so reform your goddamn culture so before you come on twitter or instagram talking about black lives matter reform your fucking culture right your corporate culture and shell right. out that dough spend that money too yes. because like I, I did see comcast comcast and nbc universal they're putting a hundred million dollars towards you know, justice and, and black initiatives. And I, I want to see more companies doing that shit. So be about yeah, it. Like, I appreciate you donating and giving money to these families and to maybe even to like Black Lives Matter. But I'm also like, you're part of the problem. So fix your goddamn house. Fix first, your okay? house. Um, and would it, would it, cause would it Beyonce say in that video she released for the 2020 grads? Oh, for the graduation. She said, be about that. That is one of the best speeches I've seen in a, in a while, to be honest. I, you know, and we, and we all know Beyonce not always a good. Yes, but, but she gave a good, she, <laughs> she did that. She, she, she probably that. had some really strong ass speech writers who know about this shit. Like, write that shit for her. Cause we know that she, we know she didn't write that shit. Like, she's, she's talented in the areas where <laughs> she, she probably added in a couple of words. She did. I'm but, sure she uh, did some editing and made it, that writing and credit. made it her own. <laughs> she does. It made, she made it her own. I'm sure. <laughs> like, added a few words in, but we know she had some help. But either way, yeah. you know, she, cause she even talks about it in the thing. She's like, I didn't go to college, you know. She, but she, that speech was good as fuck. And she said, be about it. Yeah. And these motherfuckers talking about Black Lives Matter, these companies, these organizations, these Ugh. corporate entities, they, they better be about it. They need to be about it. Cause we not forgetting. And I think it's just become so clear. I may say a bit more in my thoughts, but like, I think the black community, we're done. I feel like we're done. Um, but thinking about also people being about it, like we can't, you know, we kind of been jumping around with like news and topics because, it's just one of those days, but we can't not, you know, talk about the um, recent um, congressional act. Um, the oh god, oh I just lost it. The, the Justice, Justice for Policing Act. Yes, the Justice and Policing Act. Yeah. Yes, Justice and Policing Act, uh, which I read the summary of. I have my views on, uh, but I guess top level, let's just to start. Um, so some of it's basically a real initiative um, of basically trying to reform. Um, the policing in the in the country. So some of the things that are in the act is looking at qualified immunity. So qualified immunity, um, there's a really great uh, if you watch the Patriot Act on Netflix with Hassan Manachi kind of talks about policing in America. He's so he's so sexy his, too. Absolutely. Let's just put that oh out there. Oh my god, so fine. He is so fine. Like, I get like Ooh. an Indian. I had a crush in oh about to get on top. I had a crush on this sexy Indian man, a South Asian man in college. He had gray eyes and he was like you know they have that wavy silky girl. Hair. I know who you're oh. talking about. He was I was in groups like study oh. groups with him. Yes. And he used to be a soldier too, girl. Cause you know, so he'd be serving the army real young. Oh my god, he was oh. so. Fun. Well, maybe, oh. maybe. Oh, maybe mine was a different. Maybe someone else. Mine I mean, had, this, he this was, was a he was Indian with gray couple. eyes too, and and silky hair. He was so fine. It was. Oh, we have a lot. Man. There's a lot of. You know, that was the that there that was actually the biggest non-white ethnic group on our campus was really? was Indian. So. There was a lot of fire in Indian one I, on There was one I really tried to hook up with. I really was chasing for a good couple of years. I just never got. I think she was only looking for white girls. But oh. I really was trying to get. You, well, that I was coming too. You, we'll, we'll talk about that's coming too. <laughs> well, for yeah, for the ones who even do, you know, aren't going to just marry a woman and exactly. she's in the closet. For the ones who are actually going to be somewhat out, they'll generally feature white queens. So, anyway, what's qualified immunity again? Um, so qualified. That's so. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Hassan talks about it really well in this episode of Patriot about policing. Um, but basically, qualified immunity, let me find it. It's this legal doctrine. Um, basically, it's what's been protecting police. So it's a legal doctrine at the federal level, which a lot of the courts uphold, which shields government officials from being held personally liable for actions um, that in, that they've done in their official capacity that may violate clearly established federal law. So basically, if a police shoots, a police officer shoots someone, qualified immunity, If basically what it's looking at is like, if there's evidence of... Um, this having um if this of this violating some federal law then it's only then that like a victim or someone can get some retribution from the state about for this you know violent act or this overstep of balance that an officer has done the issue is that because of the way it's written is basically there's very few cases that fit that so it makes it really hard for people to win those cases against police officers because each case is so unique like if an officer shoots a kid in the leg or if they shoot a black person that's almost that first act so it's never been established beforehand so then it makes it difficult for that court to rule in the favor of the victim because there's no basic precedent for them to do it it's so qualified immunity like if you have a police brutality case because like i mean there was uh i have i have a fan now he he actually got killed like you know right around the time i was born or even before i was born but um mm-hmm. he got killed by the police in detroit in the in the mid 80s and he um and so you know that side of my family they were actually able to sue the department and get some money, you know, but they couldn't sue the particular police officer who mm. shot, who shot him in the back at that time. Mm. So obvi- this, this, so he was probably protected under qualified. Probably, exactly. Yeah. That's an example of you can sue the, the entity or the state or, but you can't sue the particular officer, right? You mm-hmm. can't sue that person. Uh, but think this so, shit has been going on a long time. Cause think about it. My, my family, my extended family member was killed in 1985 by the police. So, and that was common. Yeah, qualified then. immunity has been around since the sixties. But so even even not, like even yeah. the fact like police brutality is like uh, oh yeah yeah. So we're ju- it's just being filmed now, right? That's why we know about it more, and it's in our face. But think about all the shit that happened before we had camera phones. Think about that. I mean, and, and that's my thing with like other parts of the act. So trying to fix like qualified immunity is one part. Um, creating a national registry of misconduct. So basically, a national registry of police officers who. Um, have done bogus shit. Again, I'm like, okay, great. Some of these local and state departments already have that, and they still put those officers back out on the street. That's what happened with Mr. Derek Chavin, or whatever his fucking name is. Um, banning no-knock warrants, which is the kind of thing that killed Breonna Taylor. We see those cops bust into her house and just start shooting people because in relation to drug cases, they don't have to knock if it's related to that. I guess if they get like a warrant for a related to a drug case, they can just bust in your fucking house and kill you. I've seen them do that um, on that show, Chicago PD. They do they do no-knock warrants on that show. I can't even... I was watching that show a lot with my sister, and it's hard for me to that watch That show is now, hard to like, watch. Because they're a mess. And you know, Chicago is one of the <laughs> most fucked up cities for like police brutality and police corruption so because already that department like the chicago pd that um we're not gonna get off side but that department is like almost like a black ops like they're almost not even the normal police they're even worse than the normal they already do even more illegal shit um there's some fine men on that show though girl it is but i mean i gotta stop watching all that (laughs) you're talking about that one black dude that one black oh not yeah him oh yeah he's fine and then it's like a bunch of like little like off-white looking dudes i don't know if they're hispanic (laughs) or 
Like, or they have dark, they're just white men with dark hair. Yeah, there's one, she's, uh, there's one who's obviously Hispanic, but there's like a bunch of ones that are like dark haired white men or just off white and they're so fine. I even think the, the white daddy who like runs the whole, who leads the team with that gravelly ass voice. He could get it. Honestly, like pre Trump, he could get it. I don't know about. Pre-Trump. Pre-Trump. Yeah, Obama era. Obama, Obama era. era tea. Well, actually, you know, bitch, I'm, I'm going to tell the truth. At, at some point, it's some oh, somebody white's going to get it again at some point. Not right now, but... <laughs> oh, well, at least make it to the election. I am. I am. I'm, I'm right, saved, I better bro. yet, go overseas. Go overseas. Go see. Yeah. Um, so the other thing that the act does, it bans chokeholds at a federal level. Um, there's also... I think there's also a piece in there about... Um, making body cameras also an established precedent across um, for police, for officers. Um, Them niggas been killing us with body cameras sometimes. And I think that that's the tea. Yeah, like, I feel like there's stuff been. in here that, for me, this is meh. Like, I'm like, none of these things actually take money away from police departments. In fact, some of them put money toward the police departments to do some of this training. Um, and, you know, I just feel like... And don't get me started on the fact that they were fucking wearing Kente cloths. Oh, girl. I actually I actually did read the story <laughs> behind why that happened. Because I'm just like, why didn't somebody black tell them that this is inappropriate? I mean, there were. I think there were black people. There who were. Because even Kamala Harris. Think, give, and Kamala, Kamala yeah, Harris Kamala. was back there. But good thing for her. She's not front and center. So she's, she was in the so back. She, <laughs> she's like, I was standing in the back. She, <laughs> she said she was going to stand in the back. She knew. But she. what happened <laughs> she was... What happened was, is that one of the oh. black congresswomen gifted all those white congress congress people and senators with the see, Kente cloth. That's not it. That's and not so the they weren't expecting see. to. Yeah, I think it was Representative Karen Bass, who's a member of the congressional. Oh, black, not Karen. Congressional black she's out here in LA. Yeah. Oh, she's an LA. She's an LA congresswoman. Yeah, she's an LA. Yeah, she's. LA. I think she could. I don't think Miss Maxine would do that shit. I don't think she would do it. Oh no, yeah, she not knows, yeah, Maxine. She, she knew. She, yeah, but Kamala oh, Harris knew looked. she stood in the back because she knew that shit was <laughs> fucked up. She knew it was gonna look a mess. Yeah. She knew it. I wasn't even sure she was in it. I was like, "Is that that light skin?" That's but I think she you, had in the back. And I think you and I were talking about this yesterday. I kid you not. I this was something right out of a meme I saw like two weeks ago talking about the Democrats pandering to black people. In the mm. meme, they put kente cloth around Chuck Schumer's neck in the meme. <laughs> I do remember seeing that. Now. And that was I a few weeks ago. That. So for them, I don't, I can't believe none of them actually saw that meme going around and that they just well, reenacted. They probably wouldn't. They, sh- they reenacted that shit. Like the meme talking about black pandering. I couldn't believe it. I they bet did even that. if they had seen it, even if they had seen it, they would have been like, well, we were given it to us by one of our black colleagues. So this is like, you know, we're showing our support. We're showing our allyship. I think that's true, and I think, but that. So I do blame that Miss Karen Bass. Karen, because Miss Karen, fucked like, it what up. were you thinking? Like, are you out of your mind? I don't. I'm not even African enough to wear no goddamn kente cloth right now. Like, I need girl. I wore kente cloth one time. And that was for graduation from um, African oh, Cultural yes. Center that we gave it to us. And even then, it's like I kept it. It was a nice memento. But I'm not African. Yeah, I'm African American. I'm black. Exactly. Like. I get it. Even when you're celebrating Kwanzaa, it's like, come on, girls. But there so are was, some there are some people like Black Americans who are part of the Pan African movement who are really about that life. For sure, for and sure, I feel like they have sure. more license to wear kente yeah. cloth. If you're like really about that life, like there was a, an older lady in my building who she like always wore kente cloth 
in various capacities. Like she had full dresses and everything, but she like she also used to import African art. She used mm. like so she was like a a dealer of African art. She used to read black um black stories to kids at the library. I say used to yeah. because she's like in a convalescent home now, so it's sad. But she oh, was like goodness. she was really into pan like really into she used to have like at like our African fairs and our African festivals here in Detroit. She used to always be a vendor. She was about that life and she was about the whole movement. So she always had license to me. She was like my complexion yeah. too. She was like light skin, light skin old lady, but she was about that life and she had license versus like, I, you know, I don't feel like I have license just yet, yet, I will say. So, but going back to the bill, I think it's fine. And it's not passing because those Republican girls aren't going to let that shit pass. But in some ways, I think because of that, I wanted to see it go Me further. Too. Like I wanted to, like I appreciate qualified immunity. That's T. But I just, I still want to see defund. I want to see, I mean, you may, I think this is a good time for you to bring up some of your points that I think are really smart about ways to like, because at the end of the day, we're paying with our taxpaying dollars whether the officers are beating our ass <laughs> Or killing people, that's our taxpaying dollar. And even when they mess up and get lawsuits, that still comes out of our taxpaying dollar. So you ultimately they're not feeling it, the pain. That's Make why those motherfuckers that shit, even on camera. Exactly. Make those motherfuckers. So what are some of your ideas? Yeah. So uh, yeah, you definitely you you made you had a good preface for my idea. And I've seen this in like I actually had this idea initially, like in my mind, and then I saw it on a list like in Detroit, some activists have a list of of major reforms they want to see made. And one of them is making those motherfuckers, making the police pay these settlements out of their pensions. So mm. instead of us as taxpayers paying that shit, whenever they beat somebody, it's, you know, beat somebody's ass or kill somebody unwarranted, like make those motherfuckers pay out of their pension, out of their retirement and make them feel that pain. You know, mm. that's a big thing for me. I think that that might stop this shit like, in its tracks. I If you make them pay for that shit, that is going to... Got to worry about your fucking retirement now. Because that's also... They, when those cops get fired, when they get let go, they're still getting... It. That that Louisville police chief, he's still getting his pension. Yeah, if they do like 20... You know they, got, they, they think they only have to do 20 years to get their retirement. So, in some cases, less than that, I think. Mm. So, yeah, fuck that. Make those motherfuckers pay. Make them pay. Make it come out of their whole... I want all of them... So, when one of them fucks up, I want all of them to pay for it. And then I want yeah. the one who did it to to lose his pension and the rest of them have to pay that shit out of the general pension fund. Yeah, since you feel like there's just a couple bad apples. Okay, well, how about y'all good apples fix Bingo. it then? How about y'all start, y'all start um, helping those ap- bad apples? That's a better. big thing that'll change this shit. Because let me tell you, I, I do have some reticence about certain terms, like before the election running on certain terms. Yeah, let's get into that. You know, you don't love the, you don't love the defund. Well, I actually am for defunding the police. Like, I actually believe in that right. shit. The language. I, but the language of it, like, in, in Miss Megan McCain, fuck her, but she does make a Ugh. good point on politics. Sometimes she makes some very astute political arguments. And yep. one of the things she said is when you're, yeah. when you're explaining, you're losing. So in politics, when you're explaining, you're losing. You have to have simple messages. That's why that motherfucker went on Make America Great Again. White people knew exactly what he was saying. He didn't have to say shit else. They knew what he meant, right? 
So the Democrats, when we when we start to use terms like defund the police, that becomes complex. What does that mean that to the average Joe who's not going to go and research that shit on Vox dot com or on the New York in the New York Times? Like because a lot of people are hearing defund and they're saying, oh, my God, we're getting rid of the police. And already Fox News is talking about. But then what happens if my house gets who am I going to call if my house gets attacked? If a robber, a.k.a. black person comes and tries to my, hurt me in my neighborhood. And then some girls and some girls who are abolitionists who are like what they call themselves abolitionists right now, they are they want to abolish the police. And there are. Yeah, I and they're on Twitter talking about that shit. Like, no, we don't mean anything else but getting rid of the goddamn police. Like we don't mean just defunding. We don't mean just, you know, allocate reallocating some funding. We want to get rid of the police. And they're about that life. They're on Twitter. Right. And to be fair, they're coming from a lineage where the police started as slave patrol. Like that's evolved from that you know these patrols that were set up to go get runaway slaves and in some ways before that there weren't police in that way so and I, they're not saying that there wouldn't be any sort of i don't think they're saying there won't be any sort of people to protect us but the entity the 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 i don't see because i don't the see police right don't doesn't exist as, in like that, that form that would not exist they're not to say they wouldn't like there was to be someone to help with law and order or someone to protect us but uh, what is a police as we see today would not be the same see in that right there why you had to just ex- how you had to just explain <laughs> that is a losing political said, argument that took too long took right too long. There. and so to me so then, so my the terms that i think poll well that test well because uh-huh. i'm that type of bitch right i am that i'm i'm about that life too but i'm more tactical yeah. you're more that revolutionary girl and i'm that tactical girl <laughs> i'm behind the scenes talking about let's take their money from the pension funds so yeah. but i de- demilitarizing the police is polls extremely well does really well and of course reform the police um mm. or or reimagining the police which is what kamala harris mm-hmm. has been saying I love, I could do it. Reimagining that. I the like police re-imagining. is also yeah. really all encompassing. It's comprehensive, of course, and it's vague enough where it's vague enough, but also doesn't engender any questions right away. It's like you can get to those questions later right. if you say, let's reimagine policing in this country. Because my thing about like using de- defund versus demilitarize or even reform is that the Fox News girls are still going to run with that. Like, even if you use demilitarize, even if you use reform, they're still going to run with that. So my thing is, like, then just use defund. But I do like the idea of reimagining because it does give you more flexibility because I think demilitarize also isn't enough because I want demilitarize could just be like, oh, they don't use military equipment, but I want you to also take away their money. But the problem so is... I like the idea of reimagining. It's not just like the that. Fox News girls, though. It's like, I know, I know old black right. people are yeah. like, wait, we're getting rid of oh black people in on the east side of detroit are like wait we're getting rid of police what the fuck like i need you know these niggas on the corner like breaking my house (laughs) whenever i leave to go to church like what are we what am i what am i supposed to do think about that old black lady that church lady she doesn't know what the fuck you mean by by defunding the police like and she doesn't use internet to be able to look that shit up she needs you she needs it to be simple for the election. Yeah. So think yeah. about her Ooh. too. All right. That's fair. Yeah. Oh, well, we could go on a bit more, but I think we're going to actually start wrapping it up. Um, I have some thoughts and prayers, or I have some thoughts I should rather say, but I kind of got to them through the show. Um, just that idea of like, I want y'all to do more. Like, look at your own house. Um, thinking about these white corporate, not even just white, but these corporations. But you, 
generally they are white led. Um, and the feeling that, yeah, black people in this moment, whether <laughs> whether white people are going to get tired or realize how much work they actually have to do to look at the whole iceberg um, that is white supremacy and racism in our country and get over it. I don't know what'll happen. I don't feel hope or optimism about white people in general. I think there are ones who are willing to do that work and in it for the long run. By the end of the day, I think black people, we're done. And whatever y'all do, we're not tolerating this anymore. And we're going to do what we need to do to take care of ourselves. Even that means we got to strap up. Um, Well, you know, I'm about that. Now, you know, I'm about that life. I am from Detroit. I come from a long line of men who were strapped up. So So, did you have anything for thoughts and prayers? No, girl, I'm tired, bitch. I'm yeah, tired. We're tired. Yeah. So I think um yeah, we know listener mail this week, but uh hopefully we'll be back next week with a more regular show. But we still have to give something to y'all. We were some lazy hoes uh, today. I mean, <laughs> let's keep it real. <laughs> we were though. We almost were like, man, what are we gonna talk about? <laughs> we're tired. Gotta stay out the internet. But um for y'all out there, stay safe, stay healthy if you're going to protest take care of yourself um but also know that there's other ways of supporting the movement and doing the work um well you got to leave us with miss Devereaux. girl sh- shell out that dough if you're like me and you're not a protest girl <laughs> just put 25 dollars on that girl's cash app who is out there protesting or out there doing some good work yeah. like shell out some dough if you're not a protest girl i mean i don't want to get the rona so i'm not out there <laughs> but but I, I definitely support, and I may get out there eventually, but right now I'm still, you know, a, a scary hoe. So, yeah, shell out some dough. If you can't if you can't get out there, still support the movement in the ways you can. Yeah. Shell out some dough. And that's our show. <laughs> Bye, girls. <laughs>